on this week's episode of Third and Forever, we give our official Third and Forever mock draft of the first round, no trades. So we're going to go pick by pick, alternating, uh, going Kevin, me, Dustin, and just repeat that order through the whole 31 picks of the first round because shout out Dolphins for forfeiting their prick. As well, <laughs> before we get into that, we're going to talk about some breaking news that happened just a couple hours ago as we're recording this on Monday, April 24th. The news has finally broke. We didn't think we'd have it because signs were pointing that we won't, but we got it. So we're going to talk about that right at the top of the show. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined always by my co-host, Kevin Olm, and producer, Dustin Luco. Kevin, the news has finally broke. It's it's over. It's, I feel like Frodo at the end when he throws the ring into Mount Doom, like it's finally done. Yeah, and and everyone else in the NFC North can say the bad man's gone. He's, yeah, I mean, Aaron, gone. Aaron Rodgers he was less bad. Is, he is kind he was, of your Sauron. He was the he? less bad man as the years kind of went on, but for bulk still, of my fandom, bad. yeah, like yeah. he, I mean, he was like the the Bears have never had a quarterback that's been no, we covered that last been week. very good at all, yeah. and the Lions had Stafford, but even then, like they were so bad everywhere else. He was never really that scary. Oh, and Stafford was never like a surefire. He might be a Hall of Fame guy when yeah. it comes down to it, but he was never one of those top tier guys. Yeah, he had the he has the he's the prototypical like gunslinger where he still just like his brain turns off and he's mm-hmm. very Farvesque in where he'll just like what was that? Yeah, and but and then, Ron, and then he'll make up for it. Yeah, and then he'll make up for it and he'll give you with the, that clip of him getting hurt his rookie year or whatever, and yeah, like that was, mic'd up. and it was something. Yeah, then Dante Culpepper, shout out Dante Culpepper, coming in thinking he'd get one play, and then <laughs> nope, got taken out, get out. Um, for a guy that had a broken collarbone. Uh, but to another guy that had a couple broken collarbones, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh that, that <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> it was just That's shitty. It was just perfect. I couldn't resist. Uh, uh, so he is, he is going to be out of the division, yep. out of the NFC, going to the AFC, mm-hmm. to the well, team that... Time is a flat circle. Yeah. He's a jet, or going to be a jet. Everything's done. They're just working out. He has to revise his contract to, to kind of Lower make it official. We're gonna, it's going to be official yeah. by the start of the draft, which is Thursday. We're recording this on Monday. Um, and so let's let's talk about the compensation. Yeah, compensation. Because the headline here of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is not nearly as impactful as it was like two months ago when yeah. he went on McAfee and said, yeah, that's where I want to go. Yeah. Uh, we knew these talks were happening. We got... A news update, I believe it was yesterday on Sunday, uh, saying that, you know, talks had resumed. Apparently they had stopped yeah, at some point. Um, so they had resumed, and then today we get the final verdict. So the Jets get Aaron Rodgers and I believe a fifth-round pick. So, they, yeah, they get the fifth-round pick, the, which is 170th overall. Yes. And then as they swap their 15th overall pick, so this year's first-rounder. Yep, so the 13th and the 15th get swapped. Yep, 13 yep. and 15 get swapped. So that's all the Packers, or all the Jets receive. They receive Rodgers, they swap their picks, so they actually get a worse first-rounder mm-hmm. by two. Yep. And then they get a fifth-rounder, 170th. And the Packers end up with that 13th pick in the swap. Yep. Plus a second-round pick, I believe it's 42 this year. 42 overall. Yep. And a, a sixth-rounder, a seventh overall. And then a conditional pick next year, which is a second that could become a first if Aaron Rodgers plays more than 65% of snaps. Which basically means as long as he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, well, that's like kind of my first takeaway here is that that is a very reachable threshold for I was expecting like 80%, 75%. Or like makes the playoffs or something. You'd think there would be some more because like... It's basically just injury insurance. Rodgers, yes, he's missed portions of a season but that's due to the aforementioned collarbones um there's collarbones and there's there's like there's been some stuff and he's definitely i guess an older less mobile quarterback now i mean he might be more prone yeah he'll be to injury, he'll be 40 next year yeah he's 39 he's 39 right he'll be 40 yep. during the season yeah so so like it's it's not unheard of but that was surprising to me yeah that the threshold was that's so the, gettable. that's the caveat of the deal that i 
I just like Jets. Come on, what are you doing? Like, well, what's happening here? Well, and the, <laughs> I, I think the other side was, of it is that I we we've been talking about leverage, right? We've yeah. been talking about who has more, and both sides had something to hold over the other one. But I think the Packers had more because I think that when you come down to it. Yeah, you could say we're on the hook to pay this guy $60 million on a play. And that would fucking suck. Yeah. Guess what? It it might not be a good year for the Packers regardless. Meanwhile, the Jets, at least you know, in their own minds, you can debate whether or not this is true, but they think they have a team that can really compete right now. Which is crazy. Except for like, quarterback. Which is crazy considering, like, if it was the landscape, say the Jets were in the NFC. For sure. Like, yeah. all in on this kind of a move. But... Them being in the AFC, them being in the AFC East with yeah. the Bills, the Dolphins, uh, you don't want to count Belichick out forever. Like, all right, mm-hmm. is he really going to be the fourth team in that division? I don't know. I probably wouldn't put money on Belichick coming in fourth for a full season. Yeah. I, I, I just... But it, I think that shows how desperate the Jets which, are. Which is funny because it's like, I feel like just looking at this on paper and looking at the situations on paper... Rodgers was never going to play on the field for the Packers again. No. He was never going to do that. So, in in a way, everything is kind of gravy. Yeah. But, like, I just feel like they... The Jets should have had the leverage in this situation, in my opinion. Because all they had to do... The main focus for the Packers was getting things that they could actually use in this draft. Meaning, they have to get a deal done before Thursday. So, they were really pushing, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. to get a deal done before Thursday... If the Jets waited, because, like, what did they need in the draft? They clearly don't need things, young pieces. They already yeah. have those. So it's like, if they were cool, like, swapping that pick, like, okay, they were already picking 13. So you could pick up a, a, a playmaker at 13. Offensive lineman. Or an offensive lineman. <laughs> yeah, you could just you could pick something that could benefit you immediately. Uh, and then, like... You know you have all summer. I think Rob Domofsky was on right before. He was. And, yeah. like, if Shout if out a to deal, Rob for, for making sure this deal went through. Yeah, if a deal <laughs> was not made, and, like, Hannah Storm, she was so upset about it. Oh, she yeah. was like, August, Rob, really? August? And she was just like, get get off my screen. Like, I don't want to know. Well, we and, all were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, but that's where it's like, it felt like the Packers' window was now or before if they had if they oh, didn't get a, if they didn't no if they didn't get a no I'm not saying a Super Bowl window. Oh, I'm talking okay. about a winner to get a deal done where they have the leverage. Like if they didn't get a deal done before Thursday, they'd have nothing but to to try to because like there were like the always the talk of ooh another team might swoop in. There was no other really team but if there that we were, ever heard about. If there were three more months and now all of those assets from this current draft are off the table, then you start to entertain other teams. Then you start to talk about the 49ers. You start to talk about I mean, anyone who needs a quarterback at that point and after the draft, other teams might get desperate if they want to move up and take a guy in this draft yeah. and they're not able to. So I I think it kind of worked for both teams. I think that the 13-15 swap is actually pretty predictable here because on one hand, the Packers can say, we got the 13th pick. And on the other hand, the Jets can say, well, we moved down two spots, big whoop. Well, and what really is big is... Both the like the Packers, I think some of their needs, like they could be looking at, you know, obviously a pass catcher, but offensive line is not off Highly the table. And so what other team is at what teams at fourteen? The Patriots. Yes. They also need offensive line or a skill position. Yes. Like an offensive pass catcher. So they get a leapfrog them. So that that is big. Like that doesn't really make a ton of impact for the Jets. Um, just because they like I said, they're probably fine on some of those pieces. Um, offensive line, we'll see. Um, but I, the only way I see this as an absolute win for the Jets is if Rodgers pulls a Brady in Tampa and they get a Super Bowl in the next couple of years. Yeah. That, otherwise, it's like, otherwise, I get it. You, you sold out and but you didn't you, get it. Yeah, and, and it's, it's a massive gamble. They finally have a quarterback of the future. The sad thing is that future is maybe only two years probably. So... Jets fans at, at most g- good job. Yeah, I guess maybe, no, and, and maybe. It's yeah. Good. I don't know. And so as a Packer fan, I take this as a pretty big win overall. Now, yeah. and, and part of it's weird because I mean, it's a great deal for I, the Packers. It I is. got, well, no, yeah, the deal is great and all that stuff. It is just on a personal level. It's weird that I got the news update that Aaron Rodgers had been traded. And I looked at what had happened, all the details. And I went, yes. Because that's just, if you would have showed me that three years ago, I would have been like, 
what 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 happened? So like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, I mean, and, I even feel like if I show you that like a year ago, you would have been still a little conflicted about that. Yeah, you've been like, oh, but it's just kind of a testament to how much the relationship has soured. And Aaron's still my favorite Packer of all time. He probably always will be, if we're oh, being honest. Oh, shamed Bart Starr. Uh, well, yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I never got to watch Bart, uh, sadly. So. He's still my favorite Packer of all time, right? Then that's that's not going to change. I don't hate Aaron Rodgers now, but I think that I speak for kind of the fan base a little bit when we, I say that we're just most of us are fucking tired, man. We're tired of the drama. We're tired of the like. Uh, th- this sounds so spoiled, but like expectations, like <laughs> it's so it's so depressing to start the season and go like if we lose in the NFC Championship again, I swear to God, I'm gonna like who knows what's what, gonna what happen a life. this year. What I a know, life I know. that is, huh, Dustin? God. Like, do you hear this fucker <laughs> over here? Do you hear him? God, I just I'm so happy we don't have to have go in the expectation of NFC Championship game or bust. Well, like, like the pa- the Packers, we can take a gap year this year. You know, we can just oh chill God. out and like I have like a good he, time. Like he says gap year, like next year they're just gonna be yeah. Back and- well, because, yeah. because Jordan Love. all he knows in his life is Hall of Fame quarterback play, so he expects Jordan if, Love. If you take a look at my entire life, all of my experiences, I have no doubt that the Packers will be back on top yeah. in several years at the absolute maximum. Yeah, yeah, of course. God. After the Lions are done with here's, their here's turn how it'll for go though. You guys, will, you guys year. will go to the top for one year, and then you'll never make it back to the Super Bowl again. Well, then we'll have three more Super Bowls than you, and two more than you. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Maybe the Bears <laughs> win one in that. Time. Yeah, that's that's true. Actually, yeah, there, there could be. We yeah, know the Vikings won't. So I, I guess history's not on my side, or it's it is on my side, saying it's got to happen at some point. So well, not not statistically, it doesn't. You know. Yeah, could it just, could just I mean, never happen. I'm due. I'm, I'm due. That's, ju- yeah, that's that's how you call it in like baseball. If a hitter's in a slump, he's just due. It, yeah. You know, it's it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty due in gambling right now. Well, that's different. It, how? Because how oh, is that it, different? It, it just is. It's different because it is. Um. All right. Yeah. Uh, overall, good move for the the Packers for sure. So now we can stop fucking talking about yeah, this. Oh my I got god! One, I'm I got it. one question for you about this. Yeah. How long of a deal do you think he signs with the Jets? Is it a multi-year deal, or does do they just go with a one-year for now? And I think it's a two. I think I think two. It, it might be more than he two, might have but it's, out. it's two real years. It has right? to have it has to have a for sure at least one year because, opt out because he has to come to the Vikings after this upcoming year. Sure, he has yeah, to. That, that's that's a given. That's but I caveat. think if you're the Jets, you're realistically you're looking for two years. And then after that, maybe more. Yeah. I don't think you can say that we're looking for one year and mm-hmm. do this deal because this is too much to give up for one year. So you have to say it's at least two, hopefully more. But I also don't think you can bet that it's more than two. I do wonder if they're going to bake in a, a poison pill with the Packers with this trade saying you cannot trade him to the Vikings. And if you do, you owe us like three first rounders. That's what they did with the Favre. And, and Aaron, you can't have an injury and force your way off the team and then go to the Vikings yeah. or else we'll be very well upset. that luckily luckily that was not part of the poison pill they didn't think yeah. that would happen they didn't expect that but yeah we'll see I don't know stupid <laughs> anyway all right with that let's get to our mock draft of the first round of the 2023 NFL draft the order like I said in the intro is going to be Kevin me Dustin and we're just going to repeat that order this way it allows each of us to draft for our respective team um we're gonna go. We're not. Do we don't spend a ton of time? Like I don't. I don't know about you guys. Like well, we, I do some mocks. Like yeah. you know throughout, and I know like I try to keep up, especially the first, the early rounds of like prospects. I don't usually get too in the weeds of day three guys. I, yeah, I I guess speaking for myself, and I'm assuming <laughs> Dustin. We know very little about the draft process. <laughs> I have, uh, I, I know. I've about, definitely been paying attention, to, like the rumblings, like the base, like the rumors leading up, because like that's I, always interesting. Because it's smokescreen season, yeah. So it's lying season. Everyone knows it's every, GMs are trying to throw all their GMs off their trail of who they're really coveting, who they're really watching. We've seen a lot of discourse about CJ Stroud. 
um, which I, could shake things up. Yeah. And I, I would I say know. that I, I personally have a decent knowledge of the top half of the first round. All right. Um, and then after that, you could throw a fake name in, and I would not know. Oh, okay. Yeah, this guy's a corner. That's what, from... I, that's what I should do one of these times. Being like, because you'd be looking like, <laughs> where the hell is this guy? <laughs> to see if if Kevin can pick out the fake names. I say, oh, yeah. if they're not in the top thirty guys, I'm not even writing it down on the people that have been taken. No, like you're like a you're like a five out of ten draft knowledge. I'm like a I'm like a three, and Dustin's a one. Like we're like an even slope downward. I'm, I'm like I'm the bottom like. Benchmark. Dustin's like level. Bryce Young. <laughs> like I feel like I could totally come up here and be like, "Oh, they're gonna draft Kalijah Cancy." You're like, "That's not a real person. That's not real. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who that is." <laughs> but, what? Uh, what number would he be on here? Oh, I see. Four, 14, 14. He's a real person. No. Yeah. So um, I mean, should we just should yeah? We let's just get, get rolling. Get, let's get right into it. And we'll just we'll do each pick. We'll provide a little bit of rationale for why we need you know why we made that pick sure. in that spot. Yep. Uh, so, and, and we're doing what we think they should do, not what we think they will do, probably. I don't know. I think both. Cause yeah. we have to keep, we're doing this without any trades. So I'm we already asking know, for the Packers. We already know we're, we're not going to be right because there are obviously trades that happen and yeah. we, we just, trades are a little hard to kind of navigate with the compensation and all that kind of stuff. And so if you have a team that you think is going to trade up or trade down, feel free to call them out. Um, yeah. I know there are a handful here, but in this, in this scenario, we're doing it where if teams are are locked in to their slot and they can't move and it's based on how the board falls to them. Mm-hmm. So that's how we're drafting. So use your discretion. Obviously, we're going to see some teams trading up for quarterbacks, receiver, whatever. What if no one trades? Then yeah. we have a chance to be 100%. Yeah. So. All right. Well, without further ado, we're starting off. Carolina Panthers are on the clock with the yep. first overall pick, and this is not going to shock anybody. They are going to take their guy, Bryce Young, who mm-hmm. they moved up. This far, in order to take um, pretty self-explanatory, top-rated quarterback in the draft, yeah, moved heaven and earth to get up to number one, and he's their guy. Yeah, like if he were six-two, oh. he would be like <laughs> considered one of the best QB prospects for sure since Andrew Luck. Yeah, I mean, like he is everything that he does is is it A or better. Like he, you know, he has all the tools. The only thing he doesn't have is just physical stature like that's mm-hmm. that's the detractor about him and so if so, you can just teach him to stand taller, if you just teach him to yeah, be taller he'd be so good <laughs> so yeah so i i'd hang I've, upside down by his toes for a while and i'd be shocked out. i'd be shocked if it's anyone other than that there were a couple times where they tried to be like "Ooh, it could be they Richardson, tried to smoke screen with like stroud and, yeah but like i don't know i don't I, I think they're gonna they're not gonna trade up to one to take a flyer on like a richardson i don't know i i think they could have got him back at nine um, so I don't know. Could have gotten him at three. Yeah. Uh, all right. Second round or second overall pick. I'm up. This is going to be the first curveball, uh, based on some rumblings that we've seen. Everyone thinks that the, I, I could see the Texans trading down. They already mm-hmm. do have a pick at, uh, I think it's 12. They have 12. So yeah. I could see them trading down with a team like, whether that's, you know, trying to get up into their spot where they still have that 12 spot where they can take a quarterback. I can I, see them trading with the Raiders to get a quarterback. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to go. I don't think they're actually going to trade uh, when we actually watch this on Thursday. I think they're going to go for a guy that D'Amico Ryans has a lot of familiar experience with a, a person that has these tools, and that is like Nick Bosa. They're going to go after a project a little bit, but he's a physical freak. He's seen kind of flying up the boards. They're going to take... Tyree Wilson, uh, defensive end or edge rusher. Uh, PFF does not like God, him. You are making me scroll yeah, for that. Yeah, he one. is he is ranked twenty eighth by PFF, so he doesn't like him. But uh, they're going to take Tyree Wilson. He, he, he is a P- PFF is a boy. Oh, sorry, I meant they. I don't know. <laughs> he yes, PFF the boy. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the first curveball. Wow, that is that is interesting. I thought when you when you were talking about that, and I was like, okay, so he's going to go Will Anderson. And then you you did not. No, I went with the the more the guy that's built similar with the traits of Nick Bosa, and I'm going to go with Tyree Wilson. Okay, no, I like it. Yep. You're just you're just trying to took show my, off that you know my, who Tyree Wilson is. You just took my pick at the end of the round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right Dustin, Dustin, we got the Cardinals. All right, pick Cardinals. Three. Uh, we're going to go with Will Anderson here. Um, after losing JJ uh, Watt, they definitely need a new guy on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think Jalen Carter will fall just with all the off-field stuff, so I'm not going to have them taking him. Yeah, and I think that 
in in the real draft, assuming the Texans do not trade down, yeah. the Cardinals are going to trade down. Cardinals, 100%. I, because yeah, I, somebody yeah. is going to be so thirsty for a quarterback at that point. Yeah. Because the next team here, the Indianapolis Colts at pick number four, yeah. uh, they desperately need a quarterback yes, they at do. the moment. So they have their pick of their guys here. They got C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, I guess throw Hen and Hooker in there. Um, we're kind of Hen and Hooker haters on yeah, this podcast yeah. with Triple H's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so really I think the pick is going to come down to Stroud, Levis, or Richardson. And I'm going to go Levis. Yeah. That's, I think that's that been there's, a very there's big been some pop, popular so, talk. Yeah, there's been some trending talk. You know, we talked about like Stroud was kind of right there at the number two guy, and he's kind of been slipping recently. I think he like what is it? He, there was like a mental test that he got like a. I will say, I will say, on. yeah, it's S two cognitive test. Yikes! Um, the guy that runs that did come out and say he didn't specifically name Stroud, but he said there are there are two people on the results that I've seen that like been floating around uh-huh. that were not act that are not a hundred percent accurate. Uh, one of them, not. cause uh, when they, when they test them, they, this, they do it like at like the senior bowl, they'll do it at the pro days, they do it at the combine. So they kind of test them throughout. And the guy in particular that scored a very low score, that was shocking, which like, okay, it's Stroud. He's mm-hmm. talking about, um, yeah. He said it was it was coming he was coming off a whole lot of like traveling, a lot of like crazy interviews, a lot of like he was not in a good headspace and they have to you know, they just have to administer these tests and they mm. knew they're like, you know, don't worry about it. We're going to come we're going to test you again. And they've told him that, but of course he's like that's what the result, you yeah. know. So these results that get posted, we don't know if it's actually like when they are, when that was the exam, but, but yeah, that yeah. was a big thing. But in my in my uh predictions here, I I just don't see I see Jim Ursay falling in love with Will Levis. Yeah, and his his so, giant arm. Yeah, this is a, this would be an Ursay pick. hundred yeah. percent. So the thing with the the CJ Stroud not being in a good headspace aren't like all of the big prospects. I mean, they're kind of all going through that. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't I don't know. And really it's not take like he was like, like a, a little bit worse. No, he got, I, like, and I think the guy was talking minus, more. Minus. Yeah, the guy was talking more about like not necessarily like the same thing like all prospects are going through. I think it was just other actual stuff. Bruce, they punched him in the face right before yeah, he walked in. All right, uh, Adam. All right, this is this is as far as I'm going to let uh, Jalen Carter tumble. Uh, I think that the yes. the Seahawks they're not going to go they're not going to go take it a quarterback even though C.J. Stroud is sitting there. They kind of gave a commitment to that. Um, I I if this were the board, I could see the Seahawks trying to trade down a little bit mm-hmm. and grabbing like a Richardson or something like that, but. With the no trades, I'm gonna go ahead and take Jalen Carter to the Seahawks at number five. It is a, a tad of a tumble based on how he was starting out in the whole process. Well, but but it, it's about as far as I'd expect him to tumble yeah. because without this off the field stuff, he would be like a top three kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And people, t- you know, there's all this talk, and you know, your conscience gets the better of you, and all that stuff, like. With these first couple teams, he's not going to be the twentieth guy off the board. It's yeah. just not going to happen. And he's a he's a physical specimen, and oh, he's a we, we know we know uh, Pete Carroll loves physical specimens like mm-hmm. DK Metcalf, and so I you know that's that's where I'm going with him. All right, um, Dustin, Dustin, you are on the clock at six Lions. with the, the Detroit, Detroit Lions. Lions. So after all the betting stuff that went on this week, um, kind of in a pickle here, but I. Between a cornerback and the guy I'm gonna go with here is gonna be Dalton Kincaid. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I I think they wow. need they they need. I would replace. love it if the if if the they need Lions draft Dalton Kincaid. They need to six. replace Hawkinson. <laughs> Kincaid's a good route runner. He's a he's a athlete. Like he's, he, he could be better than Hawkinson in theory. You know, he's got that same kind of uh, wait, profile. He's like he's not huge, mm-hmm. but he's he's fast. He can run routes. He can catch the ball. He. He can get by with his blocking. It's not the best, but mm-hmm. but I, I think I think they're going to be desperate to get another offensive weapon now. Wow! And they because that I mean the tight end role. I mean that was their bread and butter with Hawkinson for the last couple of years. And yeah, yeah. No, I mean I, I I could see it. It's kind of a wild man move. Maybe there's some Dan Campbell energy in there. Yeah, I bet Dan Campbell loves tight ends. Oh yeah, yeah. He was a tight end. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that brings us to number seven with the Raiders. And the Raiders are on the clock. And again, I'm just picking quarterbacks every time I'm coming around yeah. here. I don't really know what's going on. This is where it's tough because, like, they signed Jimmy. I think it was like a three year deal. So, like, that's yeah, where it's interesting. But, like, 
would you ra- do you want Jimmy for three years? If, if CJ Stroud's still on the board, I feel like they probably oh, would. and Anthony Richardson yeah. too. I yeah. mean, so that's I, that's really what I'm looking at here is a choice between those two guys. I, it's, it sounds crazy. I think I'm going Anthony Richardson. Wow. Yeah. Wow. CJ Stroud is going to be this this draft's like just tumble. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So we're going Anthony Richardson to the Raiders at oh. seven. Okay. Uh, all right. That brings me with the Falcons up on the clock. Uh, ooh. Okay. <laughs> um, Shout out Branson. Yeah. <laughs> yikes. Um, okay. What do, what do they need here? They need a quarterback. They need. I mean, they could use pretty much everything. They could use everything. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh. I feel like they they have a history of. I feel like they're not going to go quarterback. They have a history of with Arthur Smith mm-hmm. drafting skill position guys. They he likes to draft athletes. We saw this with Kyle Pitts. We saw this with Drake London. He doesn't like to have coaches that actually use those athletes. C- correct. But but he likes to say we we have athletes. we use them in ways that you don't see in the stat sheet. Yeah. Which is impacting Blocking. games. Uh they're going to continue that trend. Yeah. They're going to make a splashy move that all it's going to make analytic heads explode because oh, they going. don't like this at all. Um but they're going to go ahead and draft running back Bijan Robinson at number eight overall. Wow! So they that would be that would be a huge splash. Yeah. I was I was saving him for the Cowboys. I think he's got Cowboy written all over him. Well, Jerry would love for Jerry him would to be love there. If, if he got to Jerry. Jerry would. But just you can't run rule out. We have to factor in which we don't ever see in these mock draft simulators that you do, like with the AI running it. Mm-hmm. They don't take into account. GMs and coaches so they assume, and owners. They assume GMs are rational. And they make logical moves. Yes. They don't. No. <laughs> Always. So and that's in fact rarely. We're try I'm trying to incorporate that because everything that we've heard, like leading up to it, they're saying like word around the NFL and like front offices, like buckle up. It's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of weird picks, I think, and teams just gonna be like, I'm, you know, making my yeah. claim and I'm gonna draft my guy to draft my guy. Analytics be damned. So they're going to take Bijan Robinson, and the wheels are coming off. All right, all right, Dustin. So the first of our teams to pick. Yep, Chicago on the Bears. clock with the Chicago Bears. If the way that our draft has worked out, I would be very happy with the two guys that I'm picking between right now. Both play in the state of Illinois in college. <laughs> wow, I know which ones he's talking about. <laughs> homegrown talent. Wow. <laughs> I don't think. Well, I don't know if they're. From Illinois, but no, but home, they the last couple years, home mature here's talent. The, here's the decision we have to make: Do we take? Well, I guess he, both of them are number one in their position. Mm-hmm. But do we take an offensive lineman and Peter Skaronski, or do we go with Devin Witherspoon at cornerback? I know what one you should take based on all the takes you've had about the Bears. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah see, no, let's see where so. he goes. Let's see where he goes. Let him cook. Uh, I I want to say Skaronski, but I also I, I mean just having <laughs> but a CJ Stroud. You no, can have CJ Stroud. <laughs> I don't want CJ Stroud in there. The analytic cylinder. No, what yeah, does it tell I'm, you? I'm yeah, gonna go with Peter, Peter Skaronski. Oh, Skaronski. All, all right. right. So Dustin makes the smart, unsexy pick. He First offensive lineman off the board. Tackle. Nice. And now we are at pick 10 from the Philadelphia Eagles. I think this is a, also a trade-down candidate. This is a trade-down candidate. I'm looking at it right now. And so the top guys around here don't really fit the needs. I don't know why Philly has wide receiver on their list. I don't either. Needs. I don't because, get that. And that's not just me being like, I hope other teams that's don't pick receivers. That's a luxury pick, I would think. They have two awesome ones yeah. like what what's going on here they need defensive linemen because they had an exodus at the end of the season here mm-hmm. and so when you look at defensive linemen you got nolan smith playing edge and you got kalijah Cansey as kind of an interior player and i'm going to go with Cansey here because that's kind of what the eagles are missing they they need to fill up the holes in that defense their offense is doing great honestly yeah so we're going Cansey for uh for pick 10 all right why Cansey? Okay, we have the Tennessee Titans on the clock at number 11. Uh, they have Ryan Tannehill, who's 35. They also on still... The, on the chopping block, too, On the chopping like. block, it sounds like. They have Malik Willis that they drafted last year, who we barely got to see anything with him. But what we did see was not great. What we did see was not great. Uh, this is definitely a... Looks to be a quarterback uh, potential team here, but I... 
I don't know. Like, obviously, CJ Stroud is still on our board, which I don't think if CJ Stroud started to fall this far, a team definitely would be trading up to get him, which we could see that with well, the Eagles or the Titans. And the team right behind this pick, yeah. the, uh, the Texans coming up, yeah. needs a quarterback. Yeah, and, and but with that, I <clears throat> I don't think that, the, that they're going to waste – the pick that they just took on Malik Willis last year, just to get rid of him after the very, very small sample that we saw of him. And I think that when you see a quarterback, if they were to fall like this, there's obviously something that, you know, going on. Like, I don't know. They don't necessarily love him. Um, yeah, those back if, of the first round quarterbacks never work out, do they? <laughs> well, <laughs> history is <laughs> not always on that paper there. Mm. So I'm going to actually have uh, the Titans taking – uh, a guy to pr- try to help replace AJ Brown. Yeah, I knew you were. And that's going to be that. Jackson Smith, Jigba, JSN. He is going to go there, pairing him his skill set with Traylon Burks, which should be they very they complement each other very very well. Uh, try to give Malik Willis or Tannehill, who's ever under center, as much help in the pass catching because their pass catchers are terrible. Yeah, I mean Traylon Burks did come on strong last year, but outside of that. Westbrook Akinney is is not good. Like he's not a NFL starting caliber receiver. No, and so they need other people to catch the catch passes. So they're going to take JSN. Yeah, and, and I mean that that's good too for me personally because I need to stop. Like it's happening again where I'm getting excited and yeah. I shouldn't. Yeah. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not even making that even, an option. And for like me. I, I like I thought about that. I was like I know like if he was still on the board, I did kind of actually think it would be funny to leave him on the board for you and watch you. Well, because if he was on the board, juggle with that. I don't know. I, I guess the you know in, in theory the Texans could still take a wide receiver too, but then it would be right there with me. So yeah. Also. Just uh, fuck you, PFF. Needs for the Packers quarterback. All right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> stupid. They updated that fast. Stupid thing. Um, I bet they had that like that for a while. <laughs> All right, Dustin, you are back on with the Texans at the twelfth pick. Yep. And CJ Stroud, and that's still who on the I'm board. going with. Yeah. He, they're gonna take CJ Stroud. That would be a absolute. What if I had the Packers take CJ Stroud? <laughs> I've seen. Yeah, I start learning behind yeah, Jordan yeah. Love. Yeah, you just got to keep the the process yeah, chugging along. No, so you're going with Stroud. Yeah, they they definitely need a quarterback. Um, I mean, they got Bob Trees. Yeah, but he's a he's a hit or miss guy. I think. Yeah, but no. there aren't any other receivers up here that I think you can take at twelve. Yeah, with, with Smith and, and Jigma gone. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Um, so we can go on now to the Packers at pick number 13. And looking at the board here, this might be a trade down if we're looking at the actual draft. I don't think that they want to go first round tight end. I mm-hmm. think that the analytics of that are just not there. I don't think they would want to go Jordan Addison or uh, Quentin Johnst- Johnston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um at wide receiver here, I don't think that's a good value at this spot. At pick number thirteen, we do have a weird little little quirk here that we have two pretty good cornerbacks left over. Yeah, we have Nolan Smith, the edge from Georgia, and we have Brian Branch at safety. I have heard a lot of people not in love with Brian Branch, and the Packers do have a need at safety, but I don't think I'm going to go that direction mm-hmm. given kind of the general sentiment around him. And I think, even though it's very basic, I'm basically deciding between Devin Witherspoon and Nolan Smith. And actually, I'm going to go Witherspoon here. I think that he's a great value at 13. He kind of dropped a little bit in this mock that we're doing. And Stokes had some had some flashes there for a minute. He did not have a great year last year. And no, then he got hurt. And a, and a guy like Witherspoon, I mean, at that point in the draft, you definitely, like, he's by far the best he, player. He should, yeah, yeah, and he, he shouldn't be there at 13. No, probably. Yeah, no. probably not. So, yeah, we're going to go Witherspoon there, um, try and kind of develop somebody, tandem with Jair. You know, Razul Douglas not going to be around for forever. Stokes is kind of still a question mark. So when you get, you know, kind of a blue chip corner like that, uh, that's where we're going to go. All right. Uh, with that, we have the Patriots on the clock. Uh, a couple needs that they need are, you know, it's, it says they need a quarterback. I don't know about that. I mean, um, I don't think like at this point, I don't know about that. Um, they do need a tackle and an edge. Uh, I don't, I don't think they're going to get anything cute here. Bill Belichick is just going to try to beef up the offensive line 
and give who's ever under center, whether that's Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi, uh, zap, zap. give them uh, as good offensive line as possible. So they're going to go after the tackle out of Ohio State, the Ohio State, Paris Johnson Jr. Is that who you were hoping that the Jets would take? I was going to pick him with my Jets pick here. Oh. <laughs> well, the, the, the trade down that they did with the pick swap is going to hurt the Jets in this situation. Yeah. So Paris Johnson Jr. going to the AFC East, but to the Patriots. Dustin. All right, Crest, you're on, you're on with the Jets at well, 15. I'm going to go with the next best tackle here, Broderick Jones, because the Jets are going to want to have someone that can help block for Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. the old man that can't isn't going to be able to scramble very well with his old age. But. Yeah, well, and we know that you know, whichever team Aaron Rodgers plays for doesn't draft skill position players in the first round. So, yeah, a lineman kind of makes sense. Yep. Yeah, he already got all of his guys over there before he went. So <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, has anyone accounted for Bakhtiari since the news dropped? Just kind of no. Do anyone put he's, like an air just, tag on him or he's something? Just, he's just moping around Green Bay in his <laughs> golf cart. Yeah, he's just like sitting in there, just like hoping and wishing. He's like, "Why did he leave me? No, what take happened? me with you, please." Why he's looking? At, he's looking at the future schedules. Like, when do we play? The Jets now, so we can ride together again. He's just constantly <laughs> refreshing Adam Schefter's like Twitter feed to see any update. Like he's included in the compensation. He's like, come on, come on, say, come say, on. It ain't so. like, say Bakhtiari, say Bakhtiari, help me out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we get to the Washington Commanders at pick sixteen, and their needs again. They don't really line up with how this draft is falling here. I think this would be a trade down situation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that. I'm actually going to give them Nolan Smith, uh, the edge out of Georgia. I think that you can never have too many like quality pass rushers. Yep. So when in doubt, that's kind of where you should go with it. Yeah. So that is what we're going to be doing at 16. All right. Uh, 17. Um, I think I'm going to probably keep it pretty sh- short here because if Christian Gonzalez falls all the way to 17 – I think that the Steelers, a team that does need defensive back help, Correct. would be very, very pleased with that. So they're sprinting up to the podium and announcing the pick of Christian Gonzalez, cornerback out of Oregon, going 17th overall. And Dustin is right. back with the Motor City oh, Kitties for the, the second again. time. <laughs> Lions fans are like punching the air. <laughs> right now. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, take, take another tight end. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah they want Michael he Mayer. Really they want Michael Mayer. <laughs> no, I think they're going to go with Miles Murphy. I know, uh, get a good lineman there. Um, Opposite uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, they're they're going to. Yeah, that'd be pretty scary, actually. That yeah. would. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, any first round like defensive lineman. I mean, with any of these like defensive men up the front, they like Chase Young mm-hmm. with the Commanders, like. They have a very high hit rate in the first round compared to other positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very few kind of edge rusher busts, so to speak. Yeah. Yep, so Miles My- Murphy is their guy. Nice. All right. Uh, now we have the Buccaneers on the clock. And hmm, I'm trying to think what we want to do here. We probably... Oh, it sucks. And so I, I we we ran out of quarterbacks so fast. I just want to keep drafting quarterbacks, but I don't think they want Hendon Hooker in the first round. Um, you know, Kyle Trask is is ascending. So yeah. Uh, let's see. Based on the needs, it says they have a need at safety. Is that true? I mean, I guess uh, they have one. Yeah, have yeah. One field. I yeah. don't think Whitehead is very good anymore if he's even on the team. So probably. Yeah, and so that's kind of And like Brian Branch is a very versatile player. Like he's yeah. not quite like Kyle Hamilton. He's not as big, but he's versatile as in that he can if he has to be like man to man on a slot, he can do that or it can be a safety too. Like he's you know, he's pretty yeah. versatile. And, and and they have you know some resources already dedicated to the offensive line. I was basically trying to choose between Branch and Darnell Wright, and I'm gonna go with Branch here. Okay. Brian Branch. All right, I'm back up on the clock for the Seahawks. So I get to pick both their picks, which is nice. All right, so first I went with Jalen Carter at five. So their needs, you know, they do need offensive line help, primarily interior. Um, I don't know if I love the... There's not a lot of value at this point yeah. with those interior offensive linemen. I, I would, if this were the board and this is how where they were, I would be shocked if they wouldn't trade down. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could double up 
on defense, uh, maybe they maybe they take a reach on. Yeah, you know, like, I I think I'm gonna go with uh, a guy that like he's been talked about going in the in the f- top ten of the draft, but some I think some GMs really really like his skill set, some don't. Uh, but they're gonna go for an edge rusher out of Iowa, Lucas Van Ness. Mm. Uh, I think they're gonna really focus on the defensive line. Sacks and defensive pressure has been an issue in Seattle for. I don't know, as long as Pete Carroll's basically been there, like post Legion of Boom. Yeah, I was going to say that that's pretty much the last time. Yeah. That it's so good. it's like it, they really need that, you know, sustained <clears throat> defensive presence on the defensive line. They don't have that. So they're going to go with Lucas Van Ness and they're going to come out of the first round with Jalen Carter and Lucas Van Ness. Nice. Yeah. All right. Now let's all take a moment and acknowledge the Miami Dolphins yep. uh, who would have picked here, but it was not to be. Yep. Uh, all right, now that we've acknowledged them, Dustin, you're on the clock at 21 with the Chargers. All right, this is kind of a tough pick for me because the Chargers definitely need defense. But it's a lot of like the front seven guys that they're needing, and there just isn't anyone on the board right now that's that great. And it would still be a reach even this late in the first round. Um, so where are you going? Uh, I I think it's going to be a complete opposite. They're going to go offensive line. I'm taking Darnell Wright. Oh, all right. Interesting. Giving Justin Herbert like less and less excuses of why they can't make the playoffs or actually, you know, do something. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've been told he's like in- insanely good, right? Mm-hmm. But they just still don't win. Yep. All right. So now we are on the clock and... We have the Baltimore Ravens, uh, the Ravens who I don't. It says wide receivers in need, and I definitely see where they're coming from on that side of things. Um, they have Rashad Bateman, future Hall of Famer, and then uh, OBJ, maybe, maybe future Hall of Famer. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know, probably not. Um, and, and I feel like I just don't see them. I, I see them doing like a day two pick yeah. on a wide receiver. Yeah. I, I think they have taking like a Jalen Hyatt or something. Yeah, I think they have some some more pressing needs, and in the lack of any kind of top tier edge rushers left at this part of the draft. I'm basically choosing between Deontay Banks or Joey Porter Jr. And since I don't know anything about either of those two guys other than their names, I'm going to go with the one with the lower ADP, which is JPJ. Oh, I'd be sad by that if that were how it unfolded. Also, I knew it would make you sad. Yeah, that's a spite pick. That's that's not in you, the spirit you of the game. You picked JSN. I told you my rationale for that. Your rationale was here's the higher, here's the lower ADP. Yeah, the experts are saying. That's... I crowdsourced mine. What did you do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. The Vikings on the clock at 23. If the board were Deontay Banks, uh, that's a need. Obviously, corner. Receiver's also a need. There's Jordan Addison. There's Quentin Johnston. Is that is that KJ Osborne slander that I'm hearing? Well, that doesn't go well we, for people. Usually. Adam Adam Thielen is no longer on the team. Mm-hmm. Last I checked, he was receiver so K, two on the KJ depth chart. KJ can't step up to two. We don't can't. you guys need more have, than two receivers? Don't you guys what still about have Jalen Rager? You need more than two receivers. Yeah, Jalen Rager. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> he won't be on the team. Uh, and then Zay Flowers. Um, uh, with that, I guess let's just. I don't like that at all. If I have the Packers taking a corner and you have the Vikings taking a receiver, we should just swap. Yeah. <laughs> who, did you, who did you guys take? Who, oh, who we, you, we who had... Uh, Devin Witherspoon? Yeah, we had uh, Witherspoon. I'd, I'd take that swap. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's go with a kind of an outside-the-box pick. Um. I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to go for let's a... Let's get nuts. Yeah, let's, let's get nuts. Uh, Vikings are going to take... Zay Flowers, receiver. Oh, I thought you were going to go Quentin. No. I mean, they're going to take Zay Flowers, receiver out of Boston College, 23. Um, he's got some buzz. He does have some buzz. He's a he's a clean route runner, good good catching ability. He's got a fun name. He's uh, you know, he's polished with technique and, you know, I I, I think he he fits in nicely with that. He kind of fits into the 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 gap that that feeling, you know, his kind of skill set was in our receiving room. So, Solid. Uh, I'm going to go with Zay Flowers. All right, and that brings up Dustin with the Jaguars at pick 24. Oh, yeah. So the Jaguars oh, yeah. are... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say Jaguars are set Duval. on offense. Definitely, they're definitely not going to go for a guy like Michael Mayer because they already have Evan Ingram. They don't need a Jordan Addison because they've got Christian Kirk. Uh, Evan Ingram is a top what tight end in the NFL, uh, in your opinion? Eight. Seven. 
Six. <laughs> five. Five. <laughs> it's getting better all the time. <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna jump on Deontay Banks. Deontay Banks. They're gonna take the top corner left. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. All right. Now I am up with the New York Giants at twenty five. And I think I'm gonna have to take uh Jordan Addison here. They have no wide receivers to How speak dare of. Dare you slander Richie James Jr. And Wandale. And Darius Slayton. Yeah. Wandale Robinson. Come on. <laughs> Come on. These are household so they, names. They desperately need Isaiah Hodgins. Oh, Isaiah. That was what a time. What a time that was when we were watching. When he scored a touchdown and it was the wrong face. It wasn't even him that they put up the graphic. I mean, it could be anybody. <laughs> But no, we're going to go Jordan Addison here. We're going to go with the top wide receiver on the board. I think that need is desperate enough that they don't want to take a gamble on trying to get him in the second. Yeah, probably. Yeah, makes sense. And now you have, you know, has Jerry stopped crying over the Bijan situation? Yeah. And, pulled and, himself together. And and Jerry, Jerry is going to do what Jerry knows best, and that is double down. He is oh going to be like, you know what? I didn't even really want Bijan. I wanted a, a guy that from a, oh, no. <laughs> at a at a program uh, that no. knows winning. Oh, no. And, <laughs> and knows culture. Know and going. he's going to take running back Jameer Gibbs. Oh, two running backs. overall. Jesus Christ, Jerry World. Jerry. He can't stop him. I mean, it's, it's his world, man. It's not the craziest pick, though, when you, when you factor in Jerry. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's always got to factor in Jerry. Like I, I think that Jameer Gibbs is actually much better than Bijan. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, if you look at the, the the numbers, Jerry, what numbers are you looking at? My numbers. My numbers, my numbers yeah. son. He's literally talking to his son in that. If, that if you if you look at the number he was drafted at, my guy's higher. That that's true. Yeah. That's true. I I know the thing is like I like Jameer Gibbs, There's but like first, not in the first. <laughs> like, one running back alone is like okay. Well, we'll see. But yeah, well, two Bijan's like a potentially generational. Yeah, he's like a prospect. Saquon. You know, he's yeah, he's got like that kind of skill set where yeah. he can do basically everything. So that's good to have. But yeah, yeah. Jameer Gibbs coming right. to ruin Tony Pollard's year. Yeah. All right, Dustin, you are up with the Bills. All right, so this one I'm kind of I'm going with a a little out there. This is kind of a homer pick, but I'm taking John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota hey. at center. Skyuma, nice. I love it. Just want to see a. Minnesota I also like how Dustin's not again. going with the needs at all. He's what just... are you talking about? That's their third, second need. They're... Well, oh, he's th- on a different need thing. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, it's definitely a, not on the list. He's on a it's, different it's guard, center, D line. He's on CBS. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I think it still makes sense. I yeah. was just laughing that like I, the one I was looking at center was nowhere on oh, that list. No. Well, they're on this one. <clears throat> nice. All right. So now we have the Bengals on the clock. Uh, let's see here. I could go corner here mm-hmm. um, with Emmanuel Forbes. I think that would be a decent pick for them. I kind of want to go tight end though too. Yeah, because I would love for you to go tight end. Yeah, they lost Big Uzi Vert, and I think that I think that Michael. How do you say? Is it Michael Mayer? Michael Mayer. Michael yeah. Mayer. Michael Mayer would be kind of electric. They did, they did get Irv Smith Jr. on a one-year self-proclaimed right, the missing so, piece to them making the. So we're the definitely going with Michael Mayer here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, he is the newest weapon for Joe Burrow. Joey B. All right. Shout out Paige. Yeah. Always <laughs> shout out Paige. The Saints on the clock at 29. Um, okay. Ooh, they they need The Saints are in a weird spot because they need a lot of major pieces. They did get Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Thomas. I, I, I don't really know the status of Michael Thomas. Who's, I don't think who's Michael knows. Thomas. Slant Boy? Yes. Oh. The Slant Boy. Oh. Yeah. So I don't really know the stats of him. So I, I think what the Saints are going to do is they're going to go with a give Derek Carr an option, hopefully to develop in the next couple of years. So they're going to draft Quinton Johnston out of TCU. Uh, he is, he's a little raw, needs some polishing, but Hey, if he works with slant boy, who knows, maybe he could run some slants at some point. And then with his well, speed, he could actually, you know, take those yeah. long ways. And when slant boy inevitably gets like a hangnail on his toe and sits out for 12 weeks. Yeah. At least you have, you know, him and Alave. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's not terrible. Cause that at least gives you then now two, 
two young pass catchers yeah. that you can build your whole like offensive scheme. Because they still have Kamara, uh, based on whatever well, what's going on there. But ish. they did sign Jamal Williams, so yep. they have skill position because their offensive line for the most part is still fine. Like it's they you know they got some older pieces now, but mm-hmm. like it's not like it was depleted. Well, and it, and it might have been because I had him in fantasy, but watching Olave last year when Michael Thomas was out. Yeah, it's like he was he was the only one you had to worry about. Yeah. really. So it was like he'd have 15 targets and six catches. Right. You know, it's just you need something else there to respect. Yeah. And, and Quentin Johnson, like if he falls like to 29, that's a great value. I mean, they get a great value in that pick. Uh, he's probably going to go in the top. I don't know, maybe 25. I don't know. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Quentin Johnson just because he's not very good at catching the football. And yeah, he doesn't really overrated. He doesn't really run routes that cleanly so i'm like that's kind of things you want in a receiver no. not just like speed that's the the raiders he wore, model he wore purple in in college he did you so like did, purple but so did jalen rieger so i mean yeah people are saying yeah <laughs> all right dustin you're on with the eagles did you do the eagles last I, time no i did not okay so we're at least splitting up the eagles oh i did the eagles last time yeah. that's right all right so you're up with the eagles at 30 yeah so your first pick with the eagles you took an interior lineman Mm-hmm. Um, their other need is a safety, which there aren't really any safeties on the board. But I God. think what I would do in this situation, is... I like how you preface it. I like how you're couching it. I can yeah. tell how confident you. I are. would take Emmanuel Forbes and transition him into a safety role. Why? Oh. Why? I don't know if that would work, but I, we can do I it. I don't think it would. But all right, we're, we're <laughs> because that's what he had an eighty-seven point two overall grade as a corner last year. Let's let's change his position they're, in the NFL. They, they're, all right, well, they're going to either draft him and put him at corner and move someone else to safety. You that's can what, never have too many corners. Well, maybe they'll just only use one safety then and use three corners. All right. Manuel Forbes, the Eagles, to be transitioned to a safety. All right. All right. Now we final are pick. on to the final pick with the Kansas City Chiefs. And I really want to, like, find, like, a wide receiver – that's like really late and pick him just so everyone in fantasy football all see like, but but Mahomes, he he could be he could that's, be Mahomes. That's where guy. like Quint- Kadarius Tony. Johnson, like, he could be a Kadarius Tony Kryptonite. Like if Quentin Johnston, a guy who's really really fast and yeah. like tall, like fell to Mahomes and like mm-hmm. okay that could actually be like too much. Yeah, but there aren't any of those guys really left. I mean, there are receivers left, but they are way out there on you know day two, day three kind of guys. Yeah, so. Taking a taking a step back here, and we're looking at the defensive line because, as I say, when in doubt, you know, go defensive line. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna go chalk with the defensive line. We're gonna say Will McDonald, the fourth, the fourth, not the first, second, or third. He's the fourth he's the version. Fourth version. So he's the best version in, until the fifth comes out. Yes, that's and then that's he will how we replace. That is, yeah, that is how upgraded. That's how Will McDonalds have always been. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're going Will McDonald, edge rusher, Iowa State, with the last pick in the first round to the Chiefs, and that's it. All right. A um, couple surprises. I, I mean, as we always do this, I because there's no trades that happen, we always <laughs> will have players falling like, like that crazy. Probably won't. Like CJ Stroud going 12 would be shocking mm-hmm. um i could see like a levis or a richardson doing that but i i think that this is i don't know what are your guys's takes where are some some picks that maybe you don't expect to go the way that, that went for us i mean i don't Tyree expect wilson yeah so it's <laughs> number two <laughs> well see you really you started we'll off at number two with some mm-hmm. chaos there mm-hmm. which i did like mm-hmm. because everyone kind of ends up with the same draft for the first like four picks and yeah. that's not fun um, I don't expect my pick to go the way that it went in this draft, where the Packers walk away with Devin oh, Witherspoon. Yeah, be, yeah. I I love the value there yeah. in in theory, but that's not what I was thinking going into this at all. I just couldn't really turn it down when it was right there. Right. Um, let's see other stuff. I think most of it's pretty reasonable. Dalton Kincaid was a was a surprise. Yeah, that, at I, six yes, it was. Oh my <laughs> word. <laughs> I, I mean, that's Kyle Pitts, like, 2.0. I, I, and he yeah. is nowhere near the specimen that Kyle Pitts it's was. It's the Lions, like, though. Do you expect the Lions to do something rational? I mean, eh. they looked fine last year. Like, well, granted, Jameson Williams. Ooh, I don't know. Not not great on that pick. But yeah. um, I don't know. I 
I think the Will Levis to the Colts has a lot of traction we've seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, I, I think Bijan, I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but that was very interesting to me as well. That Bijan gets picked in the top 10. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely Falcons, man. It's definitely possible. Arthur Smith, he wants those skill wants positions that he doesn't ever it. use. Well, he uses running backs, though. That's all he uses. Yeah, that would be yeah. That would be pretty sweet. He even uses wide receivers at running backs. Isn't, isn't Cordero <laughs> gone now? No, he's still there for like one more year at least. He? Yeah, he's like trying to recruit people on Twitter. It's kind of oh, thirsty and sad. Sad. Yeah. Um, I don't play know. with me, fellow kids. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, Joe Mixon's doing that, too. That's good for him, at least that he's saying, saying, "Come play with me, little kids. Play with me, or I'll shoot you." Yeah, yikes. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. That's where I'm like, I wonder if they could have gone running back or trade up for if one of them falls. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I don't if, think if Bijan was there. Yeah, um, that'd be shocking. Um, that'd be a great landing spot for him, though. Holy shit, that offense with Bijan. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I could definitely see the Bears taking Skaronski at nine. Yeah, I could see the Vikings taking flowers. Like even if I would, had, I would be like, shocked he'd, he'd be there. If, if Deontay Banks was there and you didn't take him. Yeah, and it just depends on how they feel about the acquisitions they got and the current. Like, it's all about how I don't know we how they heard, feel about Jujuwan Jones or whatever his name is. Jawan, <laughs> just Jawan, Jawan Williams, last, Williams. That's what yeah, I, I knew. It was Williams. one of those basic last no. names. Um, I mean, because they they had Brian Murphy. Um, and then Brian Flores has spoke very highly of, of Caleb, uh, Caleb call Evans, him, call him Brian Murphy, what Byron Murphy, Byron Murphy. Did I say Brian? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Byron. Brian Murphy. Byron. <laughs> Byron Murphy Jr. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's spoken highly of a Caleb Evans as well as, uh-huh. um, Andrew Booth. So I, uh, I don't know. It just, it's all depending on how, how the board falls. If, is if C's Joey Porter to play opposite Harrison Smith, yeah. is that the plan? Okay. Yeah. Eh? Um, so it's, if, I don't know, like Deontay Banks, I'd be fine with Deontay Banks, Zay Flowers, or even like Joey Porter Jr. Like, obviously I think in that order, I'd probably go Joey Porter Jr. Um, Zay Flowers, Deontay Banks. I don't know. I like Zay Flowers a lot. I like him more if, than, uh, if, if Bijan was there, how would you feel about that? Oh, I would take Bijan. Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay. I would take Bijan. If he were at 23, 23 yeah, for yeah. sure. The only receiver I like more than I think Zay Flowers is JSN just in this class. There's not like there. It's a small receiver class. Like Jordan Addison's small. JSN's still pretty small. Yeah. Zay flowers is not the biggest guy. Quentin Johnson is him and Jalen Hyatt are pretty big, but then like Josh Downs is small. Like, so shrinkflation, man. Yeah. We'll see if it actually, I don't know. Maybe it's turning that way. Who knows? Yeah. You guys could get a guy like, uh, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even want to say it. What? I was going to say Darnell Mooney, but... (laughs) No. Darnell Mooney Uh, famously worked out super well. All right. Hey, he's still growing into it. All right. Before (laughs) we... he needs a growth spurt. That'll do it. Before we (laughs) sign off here, one parting thought before the draft. What do we think our teams are actually going to do? And what do you think... Or what do you want them to do? Trade up to one. Okay. So Dustin starts. What do you think they're going to do? And what do you want them to do? Go. Uh... Well, I'd I'd be stoked with Skaronsky. Um I I'd also like Witherspoon, the two guys that fell to the Bears in this draft. Um, I, Which I, one? What Which will one? they do? Yeah, I think I think Skaronsky is the smarter pick, but I think we have to go with a secondary guy in the second round if we do that. Okay. Because we, we need to build on the secondary. Because right now we have too many. We've, I mean, we're going to have more young guys. But... So you're saying Skaronsky. Yeah. So you're okay. saying they will go with Skaronsky and they should go with Skaronsky. Yep. All right. Okay. I All think right. I think I nailed this draft. <laughs> okay. All right, Adam. No, Kevin, you're up. You're the next in the draft order here. Oh, oh, I guess that's true. Okay. So. At 13 now. What I think they should do. Stop me if you heard this before. I think they should take uh, JSN. I think that if he's available. If. If they get to pick 13 and JSN's on the board and they don't take him, I'm going to have an aneurysm <laughs> right in front of your very eyes. It'll be great. I won't be on this podcast the following <laughs> week. I won't be doing anything ever again. I'll be staring at a wall. Yeah. So that's what I think they should do. What I think they're going to do is I think they're going to – where is he? They're going to take Nolan Smith because he went to Georgia. I'm not kidding. I think that's what's going to happen. We have some vacated snaps where Sean Gary tore his ACL last year. We lost a couple depth pieces on the defensive line anyway. A lot of vacated snaps there. 
And like I said, edge rushers, typically kind of a safe first round bet. So if I had to guess what they're going to do based on Goot's history and team need, it's Nolan Smith at that point in the draft. And if they take him over JSN, I'm going to freak out. All right. I'm going to freak out. <laughs> that has some potential there. All yeah, right. it really does. Okay. Tune, tune into the, the TikToks and all that that will be posted on yeah. draft night. Yeah, it could be great. Um, all right. What I, what I think the Vikings should do and what I want the Vikings to do are the same. I, I have been I have been crunching the numbers, been waiting to plant my flag, and they're just I have this really, really weird feeling. All the, the logic says we're probably gonna trade down and acquire picks because we only have five picks right now. No. We have Quasi Adolfomensa and Kevin O'Connell waiting waiting and wanting to take and have a quarterback that of their own. They don't your, want a guy. Quarterback sucks. They don't want a guy that they inherited. But that's not that's not a knock on any situation. Uh-huh. New GMs and a new head coach, especially offensive minded head coaches, want to get their guy to mold and kind of plant their flag with. Correct. So what I think and want the Vikings to do mm-hmm. is trade up to either number ten or number eleven. That is thirteen or twelve spots with the Eagles or the Titans, and they will be taking. Either quarterback Will Levis or quarterback Anthony Richardson. One of them will fall there. Not Hendon Hooker. Not Hendon Hooker. I swear to God. <laughs> if we take Hendon Hooker, at if we trade up for Hendon Hooker, I, or if we stay at Hendon Hooker, the only way, if, if Hendon Hooker is a Viking, we better have taken him in the third round. Like, it, mm-hmm. I swear to God, if... If we end up with Hendon Hooker and in the first round, I will have an aneurysm as well. So we could have we could have two aneurysms. So, so we have one side. We have we have a double sided bet for each of us. One side is Mayo Coffee, and the other side is aneurysm. Yeah, basically. Okay. So, yeah. So what I I think one of Will Levis or Anthony Richardson will be available at ten or eleven, and the Vikings, if that happens, they will make the call and they will pick whatever one of those. Is there? I feel like it would be hard to, to get the Titans to trade with you in that scenario, though, because they would want that guy. That's why I think they're, they're going to be calling up the Eagles, and the Eagles might not want to trade with you guys because they famously didn't win the last time they did that. Howie Roseman loves to trade, though, man. He loves trading in the first round. What you guys should do is play on that is mirror the Panthers trade up to nine with the Bears for T.J. Hawkinson and a second rounder. You want Hawkinson? I'd rather have Hawkinson. Weren't we though. like anti-Hawkinson? He's like, like he, he just loves well, that, tight that's ends. That's because it was funny. He loves white tight ends. <laughs> he's just like, oh <laughs> man, I really want him. Like he, and How like many the way... tight ends are not okay, white? Okay, wait, Dustin. I don't know. TJ Hawkinson is a top what tight end? Go. Four. Wow, okay. Okay, I'd, wait. So, I'd put him at four. So where's Knox now? Is Three. He... Oh my God. <laughs> no, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out in the offseason. <laughs> we'll figure that out when we do our list. Yeah. It's like Dustin is like the object permanent. It's like whatever tight end you asked him about <laughs> most recently is like in the top. He's going to have like four number threes. One A, one B. <laughs> Dustin does his t- like tight end tiers, like the, the ha- writing a happy birthday banner where you start with like a giant H and an A and then you run out of room and you got to fit the rest of the guys <laughs> on the top really tiny. Uh, They're all top four tight ends. <laughs> Everyone's a top four tight end. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to do it. Nice. Like I said, we are going to be back next week. Uh, at least two of us will be back. Uh, I was notified beforehand. Our producer is is not going to be here for the in- had, uh, first ever in-person interview, which actually works out because then we just slot him. Like, yeah. maybe he'll just sit where I am and, and uh, you know. Do you want to sandwich him? Maybe. Then I, don't I feel like it would. we could have a Vikings table and a Packer table right okay. here, you know. Sure. Stay away from me. Especially if the, the whole JSN or aneurysm happens, it probably would make more sense if he sat where you are, because then we both are looking at him. Yeah, it's not like because I'm I'm geared to look at you. I don't ever look at Dustin unless I really turn and. Yeah that okay. that would be like going on a date and like sitting on the same side of the booth. Yeah, yeah. Um. So like I said, we're gonna have Matt Anderson on. He is you know he's a host and writer uh, for for Vikings territory. Um. And and a little little teaser if it happens. Remember, you know, those of you that weren't listening like a week or two ago, if the Vikings take Will Levis, yeah. Adam is drinking a mayo coffee during the next episode. If the Packers take a pass catcher in the first round, I will be drinking a mayo coffee in the next episode. Yeah. So between zero and two of us will be drinking mayo coffees during the next episode, and you'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, we, we'll. <laughs> I'm not even that worried. I feel like it's gonna be fine. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm I, totally over it. I like think I'm gonna. Hot, I think I'm gonna crush hot it. Coffee, I feel like would make it better than like cold. Oh yeah, if it were cold coffee with cold mayo, well, I'd be like, I at think least the, with hot, it could cover that a little bit. Well, and like the the cold, I feel like it wouldn't like absorb it. We do it have to do just, it with like, no. There's no like flavored cream creamer that you can put in at all. You can't do any coffee, of that. Coffee Black coffee with mayo. mayo. That's how he did it. That's how we're gonna do it. So not if that miracle happens. whip. No. Mayo. Mayo. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, Matt Anderson, host of uh, Climb the Pocket podcast, Vikings Happy Hour, writer for Vikings Wire and Daily Norseman. He is going to be on in person in the studio uh, to recap the whole draft as what mainly focusing obviously on the, the first couple rounds and the moves our team's made. Um, and hopefully it's a it's a exciting one. We've heard that it's supposed to be. So I'm hoping for a lot of twists and turns in the first round. I've heard it's going to be boring. Oh, it's going to be dull. We've heard con- con- contradicting things then. Yeah. Uh, all right. With that, thanks for listening to our episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. Go to the website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at third underscore forever 10K, where we post links to our episodes each week, as well as clips from the episode, highlights, reactions, memes, news for the Vikings, Packers, and Bears, as well as the NFC North and NFL as a whole. Um, Obviously, it's going to be filled with draft content leading up to it, as well as post-draft content. And then we're going to be getting into just off-season stuff, contracts, that post-June 1st movement that we could be seeing as we get in the summer. And before you know it, we're going to be going into, you know, training camp, which is coming up in a couple months, actually. Um, hopefully, this off-season is filled with more interviews. We have a couple, I think, that we're trying to get lined up or at least reaching out to people about um and absolutely no more aaron Rodgers drama yeah ever again yeah we don't have to necessarily talk about it hopefully at least as it pertains to the NFC ever North. again Until yeah he gets sued by the state of california yeah he could follow uh is that, is that, a that i mean that's gonna be in like 20 years yeah Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> hey well that that you know who knows yeah um all right as always i've been your host adam oz joined by co-host kevin Ol and producer dustin luco kevin final words jsn no matter what